What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Who Puts, where we talk about basketball and wrestling, unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas. I'm Jonathan Brown. Let's just get this started off right away. WNBA All-Star Game was this previous Sunday, man. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed that game thoroughly. Of course, you know, as as you know, Team Wilson won, Team Asia wasn't one, like I said. Um, but going back to the, you know, All-Star Saturday, I guess, afternoon, um, Sabrina won the skills challenge, as I predicted. She did cheat, but you know what? It's okay. Don't matter. She won. And then, of course, you know, even though I did say that uh, Kelsey Plum was going to win a three-point contest, um, you never bet against Allie Quigley. Like, that – that is a great white woman, man. Um, she is hey, not like that. Not like that. Hey, hey what? Hey, man. I was. Oh, no. what? Hey, her, her, and Sloop, man. They, they're great people. But, um, I mean, she now has a NBA and WNBA record for three point contest wins. Nobody has ever done that. So, shout out to Ellie. She deserves it. Um. Before I talk about the game, John, I'm going to ask you, what did you think about that weekend? To tell you the truth, I actually missed the whole weekend. because, of, Yeah, I was driving back from Atlanta back to Maryland. But uh, my sister did tell me that on um, the Saturday night activities, it was on ESPNU. Yeah. Um. So I think basically what happened, I forgot what happened, but like, it was some event running at the same time, so it didn't I, – I don't remember. Like, I got, you know, the ESPN app, so I was able to watch it, but I don't know, man. See, that that's the problem, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that for later. But um, let's, let's get into this game, though, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. So KP won the All-Star Game MVP, as she should. 30 points, tying the record with Maya Moore. Um, she could have broken the record, but they didn't give her the ball in time. Um, I also want to point out, um, I think John Quill also had 29 in the game. Oh. And she she was going off in the first quarter. She had like 17 in the first quarter. Um, let me actually go back to the box score just to give myself a reminder. Um. Stewie played well. She had 14. Yekka had 12. John Quill did have 29, 13 rebounds. Jackie Young didn't really score. Well, she only had two points. Uh, Jewel Lloyd. Jewel Lloyd had 21. Hmm. And she hit, if I could be wrong, but I believe she did hit. Yep, she hit seven threes, which is a WNBA all-star record. She hit seven threes. And Team Stewie almost came back. But ladies and gentlemen, Kelsey Plum did what needed to be done. Sabrina Ionescu did what needed to be done. Sabrina had 19. Candace Parker had 15. Asia Wilson had 10. I also want to shout out um, Ryan Howard, man. Ryan Howard, Kelsey Plum too. Ryan Howard as a rookie competed in every single All-Star event this year. That's something that very, very rarely ever happens. And she was on the winning team for – Team Wilson, she didn't win the skill challenge or the three-point contest, but just to say that in her rookie season, she's been so that good to where she's been able to compete in all three, it's outstanding. But the real MVP of this game, 
Sylvia Files, ladies and gentlemen. Her last ever All-Star game, because you know she's retiring this year. She has seven points, nine rebounds, six assists. But that doesn't tell the whole story of the game. Now, up until the All-Star game, Tina Charles had only ever made one three in her entire career. And on the first possession of the All-Star game, she just takes a three, splash, bang. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is get start, get start, right? So I believe it was about a couple minutes left in the first quarter. She gets a, she steals the ball from Jackie Young. She has wide open fast break. And we're thinking, okay, well, Sylvia's 36. She's just gonna lay the ball up, but no. Ladies and gentlemen, Sylvia files dunks. And when I tell you my house went crazy, the fans in the stands went crazy, the bent, both benches went crazy. Like that was a monumental event. Um, it was just crazy watching it live. I know like everybody has everybody has seen the video by now, but just watching that live was insane. But John, based on all what well, did you catch were you able to catch any of the highlights from the game? I did see Sylvia Fowles dunk. And uh, I did see Dierica Hanvey asking Twitter to find uh, Agent Wilson's air ball of a layup. You know what? <laughs> Dierica. Bro. <laughs> Bro. You know, Dierica, that like, the ace is just, their team chemistry is just off the charts. Like, they, they're like one just big ass friend group that actually like works very well together. And with that, our next topic is, of course, the Commissioner's Cup. The Commissioner's Cup is coming very, very soon. I think it's the, what, the 26th? Let me check just to make sure. Because I believe the game is on, yep, it's July 26th. And it'll be the Sky versus the Aces. Chicago is hosting the game. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Y'all know I have my bias. The Aces are will they will be winning the Commissioner's Cup championship. I really do like Chicago. I do. I think they're an incredible team. Absolutely. But I can't root against the Aces. That's been my team from the beginning. I'm sticking with them. I love that team. I love their team chemistry. I love their starting five. No disrespect to Chelsea Gray, but I'm in love with their whole starter five outside of Chelsea Gray. Great team, so I'm going to pick the Aces to win. But, John, what do you think? Do you think the Aces are going to win, or do you think Chicago will pull it off? Mm. Aces or Chicago? I'm, I'm going to go with Aces. Okay. I'm going to go with Aces. Um, yeah, I don't have to go with the Aces, man. I mean, yeah, Chicago's 18-6. They picked it up from earlier in the season. But I'm going to go with Aces by five. They're going to win by five. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a close game for sure, but the Aces are going to pull it out. If if this game is a blowout, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. I don't know. Because, you know – I'm, I'm going to be real. I The Aces have been somewhat making me upset. And I, not e- I don't even be betting, but, like, the Aces are just 
you know that team that like you just get behind off rip and you just you stuck with them like that first game I ever saw Asia Wilson I was like yeah I'm in love with this team so yes I get a I get a little passionate about my Las Vegas Aces so I'm I'm gonna just you know but um with that, I want to ask you too, John, what do you think about in-season tournaments when it comes to sports? Because I'm not really, you know, too much up on the Commissioner's Cup, but all I really know is it's a tournament during the season. But how do you feel about having in-season tournaments? I, I think it's kind of pointless. Like, to tell you the truth, as a team attended, you don't even realize it's a Commissioner's Cup game until, like, you, you see it as a notification went to the ESPN app. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a Commissioner Cups game when you're just seeing it as a regular game. But, uh, but hey, um, the only thing that really matters to the players is that they get a bonus if they win the Commissioner's Cup. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing. Me personally, I'm not going to turn down extra money if I got a chance to get some extra bread. Exactly. You know, I mean, because, you know, at the end of the day, like, I mean, a lot of people will view in-season tournaments as participation awards because it's not the big title, you know? And I kind of somewhat understand yeah. that, but, I mean, I think it's it gives players an incentive to work harder during the season because, you know, they may not, you know, necessarily, you know, be good enough for the regular WNBA title, but maybe they push themselves to the commissioner's cup so like yeah it's somewhat kind of a participation award but i mean hey an extra 500 grand just to win it just to win one game no of course of course i'll take that absolutely and our final WNBA topic um i have not really talked we haven't really talked about this woman too much on the show but it's it's time to um Kathy Engelbert, um this woman should step down immediately. Um so for those of y'all that didn't hear about what happened during All-Star Weekend, um there was a chance to rap a concert and it wasn't open to the public. <laughs> and Kathy Engelbert's reasoning was to prevent gun violence and i i have one question who the fuck is gonna shoot up a chance the rapper concert like i of all niggas of all niggas you could choose to shoot up their concert chance the rapper like hot damn hot water hot shot like that nigga no no who the fuck like no stop it stop it listen everybody at the chance the rapper concert is either overcoming a drug addiction or as a super black christian not not conservative christian a super black christian okay ain't, ain't nobody gonna shoot up a chance to rapper concert stop it and then and then john says this in our group chat and you know what i want john i want you to tell everybody the shit you sent us about what we found out about Kathy Engelbert. Oh, well, someone did research on Kathy Engelbert, her donations from like the, from the past 10 years and posted it on Twitter and the donations that she, and she donated to two 
political campaigns. One was from Mitt Romney from the 2012 election, and one was to Mitch McConnell in 2016. Mitch McConnell. I mean, that's that's explanatory right there. That explains like, stuff right like, there. Like, like. I need y'all to understand. Ms. McConnell's mouth is sucked into his jaw. Like, he not only is he a disgusting piece of shit, he looks like a disgusting piece of shit. And he just, you know what? I'm not gonna say that. Just we say some out of pocket shit, but I'm 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 not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I'm gonna no. Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney. She Hulk, like, first of all, no, 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 no. That's what I want to ask. If the concert wasn't open to the public, who went to the damn concert? <laughs> like, the players, the players and their family. Bro, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me. You can't tell me it's not one WNBA player that would want to go see that nigga, bro. I'm sorry. Like, no. Like, who, 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 let me, no, who would have went to go see Chance? Probably Candace. She probably the only one that would want to go see that nigga. But, no. So, I just, I, I just think that she should step down. I, I'm sick and tired. Um, She's, I, my, my nickname for Kathy Engelbert, since I found this out, was Cheap Pasty White Bitch. Oh I've been God. calling her cheap pasty white bitch ever since so cpwb just resign please i'm fucking sick and tired of you you don't you got we because the wnba has money they just don't fucking spend it correctly nigga why are the games on facebook live (laughs) who the fuck is going to facebook live to watch a wnba game nigga no put them on the app (laughs) come on now shit like they just now got the WNBA app on Fire Stick. Now I have a Fire Stick, but I also have a fucking Roku. If I can't watch the games on the fucking Roku, where else am I supposed to watch the games? I came downstairs near the Roku to be comfortable, and I can't even watch the games. She's like, cheap, pasty white bitch. Just step down. Just step down. But, John, since um you were the one who really brought this whole situation to light, what do you think about this whole thing? Where... I mean, for one, do you think Kathy Engelbert should be the WNBA commissioner? Um, I don't think she should step down, but she just has to do way much better than she is. Yeah, she has done a lot better than our expectations, but she still has a lot of work to go. She still has a lot of work to go. Um expansion you got to get that done you have to get expansion done all-star game you have to improve the television experience um why was it on espnu and not espn or abc i don't understand that move to the time of the of the wnba all-star game why is it at one o'clock and nah, that was crazy why is it one o'clock in the afternoon? Make that make that thing go like seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Um, another thing. 
the Saturday night um, activities, why were there AAU players in it? I'm not even going to hold you. I actually like the idea, though. Because it kind of it kind of gives, like, uh, a view of the future of the league. Okay, so for those of y'all that don't know, um, so something that they implemented within uh, the Skills Challenge this year was that they um, – for each WNBA player that was part of the skills challenge, they had like, you know, a race, um, like a relay race, but their partner was an AAU, you know, high school women, uh, AAU women's basketball player. And I mean, I really did like the format. I mean, it was fresh, it was new. And then, you know, at the same time, it gives you a glimpse into the future. So um, I, I think that was, that was a really, new, I, in my opinion, that was a really good touch. I mean, only, only thing is that, like, if it was 10 years ago, those AAU players would not be participating in any activity with professional oh, players. Yeah. They would do their best to be like, you're ineligible. No, that is true. That's so, true. That's why I was like, yeah, they allowed this? But... Because I think the thing for me is because, you know, since they have to do – because, wait, don't they have to do uh, – don't they have to complete their degrees before they get drafted? I think that's the rule in the W. But um, – Wait, you said 21? Okay. Yeah, three years so, and over the age of 21. Okay, because most, most players from the W just went and finished their degrees. So, I mean, that makes it kind of harder to really – you know, get a glimpse of, you know, who's going to be that next big prospect in the W because, you know, in the NBA, everybody, basically everybody's one and done. And we're so accustomed to that people don't have the patience to wait, you know, three, four years for a woman to come out. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm high on the page Buchers train, but to the general public, like people may forget about her come next year or two. So I definitely think the format will really help to just, you know, give some of those players at least some sort of following. But um what else, like what do you think specifically? Because personally, like I I feel like Kathy just as a commissioner just isn't doing it because again like as you said there's a lot of things that need to be done that haven't been done and that's not to you know it's not really not gonna hurt i mean i mean it is not gonna hurt because i mean she donates to miss mcconnell fuck her you know but i don't think people understand it's not like the wnba is broke like they have money they got money now they don't pay their players shit. They don't provide them shit. Like, it's ridiculous. Because, I mean, it's WNBA players that legit don't even have a Wikipedia page. Now, that's, a, that's, that's just a little petty yeah. point, but it's just like, mm-hmm. one of the reasons that people don't watch the W is because they don't promote it correctly. And that falls on Kathy, you know, as a commissioner. Yeah. Cause there's a, there's a plethora of reasons why niggas don't watch the W. 
but marketing is definitely high on that list and that comes from the commissioner's office so marketing and production yeah marketing is awful production is boring i mean when you have like nba one they have like their theme song it's catchy it's memorable I don't know the theme song for WNBA, and I'm a huge I don't think fan. they have one. Exactly. So, and then the commentators, oh the commentators and analysts, they are dick riders for one team. They are dick riders for one team. Exactly. One team. For in college women's basketball, they are dick riders for UConn and Gina Ariyama. I mean, the dick riding is insane. Dude. So it's like, if you if you're like a new interested fan, and all you're going to see is UConn, 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 and then now with let's just say the Aces being the number one team in the league, all they go all you're going to see is Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. What about the other teams? What if I'm interested exactly. in them? Exactly, because I mean, um, Connecticut is fucking. They are a dog ass team. They're not even talking about them. Nobody talks. I mean, hell, Chicago. They, I don't know if they still are, but shit, Chicago was like the number one seed for about a week and a half over the Aces, and nobody talks about them because the marketing is bad. So I, I think Kathy just needs um to either diversify her staff or step down. Because me personally, I would gladly take over as WNBA commissioner. I would. Deadass. Because I have a great team of people that just we could just fix this shit all up. Now, is it kind of problematic because I'm, as a man, I would want to be the WNBA commissioner and that's taking an opportunity from a woman? Yes. And that's why, you know, I, I can't do that. But, Kathy, get your shit together and get out. That's, that's simple. But now let's move to the NBA. And yeah, brother. fucking Phoenix, bro. Oh my God. My God. So everybody was wondering where is DeAndre Aiden gonna go? Because there's no noise. There's no noise about Aiden whatsoever after the KD announcement. And then it comes out DeAndre Aiden. Receives a four-year, $133 million contract from the Indiana Pacers. And we like, oh, shit, go get your money, Aiden. Keep in mind, at the beginning of the season, Phoenix chose not to extend Aiden's contract. So we think, okay, this nigga was gone. Because remember, the Pistons were really, really looking at Aiden. But no. Phoenix, like the don't like the bitches they are, matched the match the offer sheet, which by the way was the largest offer sheet in NBA history. So DeAndre Ayton remains a Phoenix son. So John, what did you think about all of this? I think that was real cheap of Sarver. That was real cheap of Sarver, man. Like you didn't want to extend his contract. He's performed well throughout the year, showing why he deserves that extension. And then 
when he gets an offer from the Pacers, you want to go, oh, let me match. This, that's, just my, that's my price range to match. That's my price range to give to him. I mean, congratulations to Aiton. He got paid, but an extension would have gotten him more money, way yeah. more money, way more money. I mean, Sarver is – ain't he under investigation or something? He, he sure is. Of, and a whole bunch he, of allegations come out and shit. Yeah, yeah, he said nigga. Yep, he did. He did. Oh my god, bro. Oh my god. I I would shoot. Skylar Diggins, get out of there. <laughs> get out of Phoenix. Get out no, of there. Right. Get out of there. Because he don't, owns our team too. Don't, don't get me started on the Mercury, bro. Because I'll I'll like this whole podcast up, bro. Don't don't get me started on that team, bro. Just fuck Phoenix in general, man. Honestly. And free BG. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm right with you. Um Aiden definitely could have gotten more money from Phoenix. Um, I mean, he got a big contract regardless, and he deserves it, but that was a cheap ass move from Phoenix. Like they chose not to extend him. With the purpose of getting, keeping, retaining him at a cheaper price. Now, with them retaining him at a cheaper price, that means they're gonna have to do something else. Cause let's let's just be honest, bro. That Phoenix team ain't doing it. Okay, bitch, Paul ain't doing it. Booker, Devin Booker, as much as I love Devin Booker, he ain't doing it. Aiton, Cameron Payne, McKit. Bridges, that, that team is not going to do it. It's not. So, I don't know what the hell they could do, but they got to get, like, some type of rotational piece that can actually contribute because them niggas are losers. Like, they have no type of drive. Like, they're just cocky bastards. Like, and they had they got humbled. Like, we saw what Luka did to them. So they need, like, somebody who can not only contribute, but can just kind of get everybody in check. Because, I mean, bitch Paul being there, I mean, yeah, it does great num- great things for the regular season, but play- come playoffs time, what are you going to do? Uh, not a damn thing. <laughs> But our next NBA topic, um, there actually are a couple days left of summer league, but let's just keep it a stack. Ain't nobody watching that shit no more. Because uh, all the all the good play, all the good players stop. So ain't nobody watching that shit no more. But let's just let's talk about summer league, man. Um, first things first. Oh my god. Jalen Duran is a fucking monster. I again like I wasn't I wasn't really up on Duran, you know, because I didn't really know who he was when we drafted him. But that nigga can play, man. And Jaden Ivy too. I think the Pistons are really set for the future. Um, we have a great young core, and they highlighted that very, very well during summer league. But somebody that we just have to talk about is Cam Thomas, bro. Cam Thomas from Brooklyn. I mean, he's Leading summer league in scoring, he's averaging 28 a game. 
Um, he showed glimpses of it during, you know, this season with Brooklyn. He had like a couple of 30-point games. Um, and with this whole, you know, Katie, Kyrie thing, I think Cam Thomas is really going to get more opportunities to shine. And I think that, I mean, if he was balling like that during the regular season and summer league, I think in a few years, I'm not saying Cam Thomas is necessarily going to be an all-star, but like definitely look out for Cam Thomas. Um, another player that has been playing outstanding basketball is Keegan Murray as well. Um, he has been hooping. Like, he, he's hooping. Um, Paolo, of course. Chet Holmgren. Okay, no, 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 no. Before I say what I'm about to say, um, John, were there any players that haven't really impressed you throughout summer league? That have really impressed me. Um, at first, Chet Holmgren games, and then, uh, then he like had like like a little disappointing, a little downfall. Then he broke the record for most blocks in the summer league game to six. So I was like, all right. So I feel like Chet Holmgren, he impressed me because everybody said, oh, he's too skinny for the NBA. Uh, he, he did pretty well for himself. I think during the season he's gonna have like, like okay, he's gonna have good moments and he's gonna have a bad moment and he's gonna have good moments again. So that's my impression of Chet Holmgren. And then him and Josh Giddy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, okay, see, young core is crazy, bro. They're going to be the new Dallas Mavericks. Honestly, I mean, if you really think about it, they're both white. They both are who. Both tall. Now they gotta get that other skinny guy. The under the other skinny guy on the Thunder. I forgot his name. Poku. Poku. You gotta get his game together. Yeah. You gotta get his game together. You got to. Come on now. If if it's three tall white guys on the team, let's get y'all game together, man. Man. Let's get it together now, because. Y'all, y'all can go. If three, three to white guys in one game, oh, nobody can Man. stop y'all. You know, actually, that just reminded me, bro. Um, Speaking of people that need to get their game together, dog, Shereem Cooper been ass, like, yes. all the summer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I'm disappointed. Like, I know T, I know T is sick, bro. Because, you know what? Because, no, 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 no. Cause I know Sharif is fucking with his OnlyFans girl. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. the fact that you know her name. Jesus Christ! Niggas on Twitter said it. Not <laughs> me. Niggas on Twitter said it. Ah, it okay. okay, okay. Nah, bro. Um, I don't know if it's her or I don't know what the hell is going on, but like Sharif, my like, nigga, I'll be rooting for you, man. Like. How are we going how, how are we supposed to root for you to get a chance and then you get your chance and you at like bro this nigga's averaging like one point a game and he's shooting like 10% from the field, bro. I'm I'm sick. I'm sick. I I just want better. I want absolutely better for Sharif. But that brings me to this Yeah. Oh my God. But that brings Please me to this point. Have some more respect for yourself. Have some more respect for yourself, Sharif. You're disappointing your parents. You're Amen. disappointing your family. 
<laughs> you're disappointing the city of hey, Atlanta because that's where you're from. Hey, I mean, but then again, bro, now, don't be a if basketball don't work out, he could be in her videos. What video? No, hey, no I'm just saying. saying. I, I wish Jalen heard that. I wish Jalen and David heard that. They would have kicked you out. They, no, no, no. I'm telling Jalen David right now. A bag just, is a bag. Oh my god. Oh Listen, my god. I'm just saying, bro. If basketball don't work out, nigga, she got. She has a very stable source of income. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But look, <laughs> that brings me to this point about summer league. NBA fans, we we need to come to a consensus about how y'all feel about summer league. Because y'all be some wishy-washy motherfuckers, man. And I'm sick and tired of it. Because for example, let's say, I don't know, like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about Chet. Let's talk about Chet. That first game, he goes off. He has like 23 and niggas is like, oh, well, it's just summer league. It's just summer league. It's just summer league. Then that next game, he only has like 11 points. And everybody talking about, oh, my God, Chet is so ass. First of all, Chet had a double-double and they won that game. Second of all, how do y'all feel about summer league? Do, does it matter to y'all? It doesn't not matter. Because, I mean, let's, like, Kate didn't have the best summer league performance. He didn't. And niggas was like, oh, my God, Kate's going to be a bust. Like, Cade was the best rookie in the class. And if he had played enough games and was on a better team, he for sure would have gotten rookie of the year. I don't understand what people's disdain for – Summer league, like, why are y'all so wishy washy when it comes to summer league? I don't get it. But, John, what do you think about that whole thing? Just like people being so wishy washy when it comes to their feelings on when player performances in summer league. Oh my God. They're watching the summer league like, like it's the championship. I'm like, nigga, it's summer league. They only play like four games. <laughs> Just four games, man. I'm, it's not that big of a deal. Of course, it can show like the red flags and the green flags of some players. But I mean, oh my God, they, they're watching it like their life is on the line and shit. Dude, it's not that serious. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, I just, people just act like it's either A, Summer League means the world or b summer league don't mean shit and that's why i really don't fuck with nba twitter because niggas go from either a player great player plays great always just summer league why do y'all care so much b they play like ass immediately go to call people a bust make your fucking mind is that simple just make up your mind are you gonna be a dick rider are you gonna be a dick rider you shouldn't be a dick rider at all. But not. if you're gonna be, but if you you either watch the game as a fan or you're gonna be a dick rider. It's one of those two. But now let's move to our final NBA topic of the day. And I want to talk about the players 
with the most approved next season? And John, I'm going to ask you first, which players do you think have the most approved this most upcoming approved. season? Most approved? I don't know. Uh, no one, really. No one has anything approved. I mean, what, what are they proving? You got a point. You got a point. What are they proving? <laughs> Man. You know, I, I kind of want to, when it comes to players, I'm thinking automatically just like, I'm kind of thinking Spider only because, you know, this whole Utah thing just hasn't, it ain't worked at all. It just hasn't worked. And everybody was pointing the figures at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert ain't there no more. Yeah. He ain't there no more. So Donovan Mitchell, because unless Brian Winehorse is right, you know, unless he's right, and Utah trades Don, honestly, if they trade Don, he would have more to prove. He would, because I definitely think that Donovan Mitchell is an outstanding player, but I want to see how he works in a different system because the system that's really built around him carrying the offense ain't working because this nigga don't play a lick of defense dog at all. So I'm, I'm very, I'm not, wouldn't say concerned, but I think he does have something to prove in regards to teams that have something to prove. Ah, See, because as much as I want to say the Lakers, I don't want to say the Lakers because that team is just built so poorly. It makes no fucking sense. Now, I like Darvin Ham. Don't get me wrong. But, God, man. Actually, you know, no, 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 no. Most approved, Russ. I say Russ. And here's why. So, wait, did you hear about what his agent said? Like, he wanted Russ to stay with the Lakers. Yeah, because his agent recognized that Russ's value ain't what it used to be. Yeah. And I guess Russ got mad because when ESPN announced it, they said irreconcilable differences. And if that's the case, bro, Russ, my nigga, I need you to understand something. This ain't 2016, 2017, bro. You, you, you not the nigga you used to be, okay? Um, this has by far been the worst season of Russ's career, by far. I mean, this nigga was trash all season. Like, boo-boo, dog shit, trash. And keep in mind, I need y'all to understand, Russell Westbrook is a former NBA MVP. Who over the past up up until this season, Russ had been on a different team for three straight seasons, for four straight seasons. He was on a different team. And it was about to be five. A former MVP. That should tell you, like, that should tell Russ, yo, my value is declining quick as hell. Because Russ's playing style just doesn't work when 
he's not the focal point of offense. It don't work anyway. Because even when they up, them niggas don't win shit. They don't. So I think Russ definitely has the most to prove in regards to the sense of where he has to show that he can play within the system like that. Because after this season, if Russ don't pull it together, he shit, he, he may, may not even be on the team for real. Because they don't, nobody wants to trade for him. Nobody wants to trade for him. So I would have to say Russ in that regard. But, um, I mean, is there a team that you think has the most to prove it all? or uh, A team? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. The Lakers. Uh, here's here's why. Here's why the Lakers. Right. Lakers fans, they're not Lakers fans no more. They're LeBron fans. They're LeBron Dick Riders, as I would say it every day until I die or until LeBron retires or goes to another team. They're, they're, they're LeBron Dick Riders have high expectations for them, right? And then LeBron confuses his fans with Lakers fans and say they have the right to say whatever because they are faithful. They know when good basketball is played. Nigga, yo fans... LeBron, your fans don't know basketball. They don't. They're just sexually attracted to you. They don't know basketball. Yes, that's why we call them monosexuals, because they're sexually attracted to you. They don't know basketball. Can they make an offhand layup? No. (laughs) They don't know good basketball. They don't know basketball. They don't know good basketball. They just don't. Bro. So... So not only they have not only those broad sexuals have high expectations for them to win at every fucking thing in the fucking world and win every fucking game in the regular season. I mean, Jesus Christ. And then Andrew Davis said he has a, he hasn't touched the basketball in three months. And then you got all these YouTubers mad at him because he had to touch the basketball in three months. Real hoopers don't touch basketball in months <laughs> when it's the offseason. They don't touch the bat. They want to get their mind off of basketball. They just want to relax, get to get to know themselves better, have some fun right. in the offseason, and then they get back to basketball. All right, let, let let him take his time off. Okay, he had an awful season. Let him take his time off. That nigga didn't play enough half time off. So what? <laughs> so what? He in the NBA, bro. That nigga's off season was he during the, the season. He's in the NBA. His off season was during the season, bro. So what? He's in the NBA. He got all this scrutiny on him. Let him take some time off. Let Andrew no Davis take some time off. Focus on himself, okay? And then he can come back, work out every single day, probably three oh. times a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Boom, boom, boom. Bro. And then he'll be fine. You know some of y'all see. Some of y'all see. Here's, 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 here's what I'm saying. Some of y'all that criticizing Anthony Davis don't got the work ethic like the work ethic like him. Like him, y'all just don't have to work effort like him. Okay, so y'all may say, I'm, oh, "I'm Dick Ryder." No, I'm not Dick Ryder. Y'all just don't have the work effort like him. Y'all don't have the skills. Y'all not good as him. 
Y'all just not. Look, I'm <laughs> so with you, bro. I'm with you. But I don't want to hear shit about this nigga work ethic until this nigga find a right, the right personal trainer to work with his conditioning, bro. Exactly. He's already working with lethal tutor. <laughs> He's improving. Okay, look, I don't care about his game, bro. I, care, I don't care about his game, bro. I care about that nigga health. That nigga cannot stay on the court. If you were to breathe on this nigga, he'd break a rib. Like, real shit. I want him to find a conditioning coach I think if if he got to do a fucking cryo cryo sleep after the game just to stay healthy, like nigga, please do something. Like do something. But that that reminds me, you know, no, 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 no. You know who has the most approved, and it's not just one player. It's every nigga who posts a video from LA Fitness. Every NBA player who posts a video hooping at LA Fitness. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Cause let's talk about the whole Anthony Davis thing. Anthony Davis taking shots and niggas talking about overtime posting. Oh, AD looking dangerous. Now I didn't, I didn't finish the quote when I said it, but I'm thinking, I'm like, for one, like we be acting like niggas is ass. Like AD is a dog ass nigga when he on the court. He just made a glass. But you taking slow ass dribbles to hit a pull up three, nigga. I can do that. I I can do that. Do I would I look dangerous then? Would would I would it look dangerous if I did it? No. Because I'm taking wide open shots. Ben Simmons shooting wide open threes. They say, oh, Ben Simmons looking dangerous. Nigga. Look. Ben Simmons took those threes at LA Fitness and hasn't played basketball ever since. So please tell me what's so dangerous about this shit. They need to prove they actually can be guarded and do this shit. They need to prove that in front of fans, in front of niggas wearing the same jersey and a different jersey, they can perform this way. Because I don't give a fuck about a wide open three when nobody else is in the gym. I care, can you, I mean, shit, if you got a wide open three, take it. But most of the time, you're not going to get a wide open three in the NBA. Can you hit a contested three? Like, nigga. And AD, stop. You're, you're already good, bro. You don't need to improve anything in your game. You need to work on your goddamn health, nigga. Stop shooting basketballs. And go to fucking physical therapy. Do like, nigga, start swimming, for God's sake. Something. Like, do you need to start working out in a full body cast. Or something. Like, Jesus Christ. Fucking hate street clothes, man. Oh, my God. Hate that nigga. Just just get your shit together, AD, please. Like, you you too damn good to not play. Like, come on now. But that's going to do it for the NBA portion. And moving to wrestling. I don't know if this is the official card all the way through. But SummerSlam is coming up in a couple of weeks. So it's time we do our predictions. By the way, I'm I'm loving this whole pay-per-view on a Saturday thing. It 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 actually works better. But let's start this off with Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. I'ma just I'ma just be straight up. If Ronda Rousey 
wins this shit. I'm calling it reverse racism. I'm calling it reverse racism, bro. Because the 3% black woman had her time. Now it's time for Liv Morgan. I fucking love Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is amazing. She's great. She deserves that title. She don't work their ass off for it. Everybody loves her. Don't nobody fuck with Rhonda. Okay? Should I be rooting against her? You know, she is 3% black. But no, all skin folk ain't kin folk, ladies and gentlemen. So no, I'm not rooting for Ronda Rousey. So live, be the ass. But John, what about you? What do you think for that match? Love Morgan's winning. Love Morgan's winning. She's gonna win. If Ronda wins, we riot. A thousand percent. There needs to be a sign. <laughs> Front row at SummerSlam. Bro. If Ronda wins, we riot. Oh my God. And speaking of if such and such wins, we riot, we have the fake black team versus the real black team. The fake black team being Jimmy and Jay Uso taking on the real black team of the Street Profits. Angelo Dog is a Montez Ford. The niggas <coughs> versus the nigga wannabes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we have the niggas who, the, the, the men who wrestle is shit that makes sense versus two motherfuckers who wear joggers and high top Air Force Ones for the undisputed tag team titles. With, no, 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 Let me not forget this shit. Let me not forget this shit. There's a special guest referee, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know who the special guest referee in this fucking match is? It's not Roman. It's not Sami Zayn. It's not like some big ass surprise that makes sense. No. Nigga, it's fucking Jeff Jarrett. J-E double up. The king of the mountain. Okay, the nigga that found the motherfucker that founded TNA, Jeff Jarrett. Why? No, I mean I kind of get it because you know SummerSlams in Nashville, but like the way they just announced it, they was just like, oh, it's Jeff Jarrett. Like motherfucker, we don't care. What does Jeff Jarrett provide to this storyline? Y'all should have. It should have been Naomi or something. Like, come, come on, bro. Yeah, so, no you know what? Because I'm, I'm sick and tired of the bloodline, man. Like, I, 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 I know they're the ones. They're the ones. Don't get me wrong. But y'all need, y'all need to pick a side, okay? Y'all married black women, but y'all ain't niggas. Roman saying nigga on TV. But here's the thing. They can't dress either. Again, the Usos wrestle in joggers and high top forces. Romans tracksuits, them, them, them tribal chief tracksuits be heat. But then this nigga fuck up the whole fit wearing team joints. Roman, please get some retros. Please. Or just something like, nigga, wear some, some white lows. Nigga, get some black forces for all I care. But stop wearing them goddamn team joints. Please. Forces? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. This nigga was bro. How many people do you know personally that even own a pair of team joints? Exactly. Because nobody wears them fucking shoes. Those are the Mexican Jordans for a reason. 
that's what the little Mexican kids be wearing in middle school. That's until racist. they get there. That's racist. White people can't be racist. Hey. That's racist. White people can't be racist, nigga. That's racist. Hey. <laughs> What's going on here? That's racist. Hey. But I want the street profits to win. And they're probably not going to win. And it's going to piss me off. Because they're probably going to break them up. And they don't they don't need that. So I want the street profits to win. I honestly hope Naomi come out and turn on the Usos. So she and then she can just side with them and Bianca and be with her people. It's time. It's time to join her people again. Stop hanging with them fake blacks. Come come with the real niggas, please. Okay. But John, what about you? What do you think about this match? What um I think that match should have been like a table flatters and chairs match. That should have been a table lattice and chairs match. Um, that should not have been a special guest referee. That that no. I mean, you lost by pinfall. That wasn't a pinfall, so let's settle this. And the no pinfall match, TLC, you know, but or steel cage, you know, but nah, let's let's get Jeff and Jerry out here, man. But um, but uh. I think the Usos are going to win again. The Usos are going to win again. Street Profits are going to lose. Um, yeah, that's it. But uh, your your idea with Naomi, I don't think that's going to happen. No. It would not. It would never happen in a million years. But oh boy. But man, I mean, honestly, that that's going to be matched tonight though, because y'all y'all know that chemistry they got. It's it's for sure going to be matched tonight. Well, let's talk about what's going to be the worst match of the night for the U.S. title. That wonderful black man, Bobby Lashley, is taking on bitch ass Austin Theory. <laughs> and I, when I say bitch ass Austin Theory, I mean that in the most disrespectful way possible. Because you know what I discovered? I hate this motherfucker more than I used to hate Edge. And for those of y'all that are real, like, wrestling, with wrestling fans when we was kids, bro, y'all know that hate ran deep, like, yeah, we hate no, bro. Like, I hate him more than I hate Edge, and not in a good way. Like, I genuinely, like, if I see Austin Theory on the street, like, I legit, like, want to curb stomp this motherfucker into the ground. Like, I do. Like, I don't know what it is about him, bro. Besides the fact that he, like, kids, but you bitch ass motherfucker. He pissed me off because I guess he when he was on SmackDown, he said with great power come great responsibility. Bitch, don't say that. You're not Peter Parker. Motherfucker, nigga still in Spider-Man lyrics, bro. But look, Bobby, I need you to kill him. Not literally, but I need you to kill him. Because I'm gonna talk when we talk about the main event, I'm gonna bring this back up. But if what happens, if what I think happens actually happens. WWE, you go, you you going to hell that night, like Vince already going to hell, but y'all going to hell that night. But uh, John, what do you think about Lashley versus Austin Theory? Uh, I think Lashley is going to win, but if Austin Theory wins, would he be the first person first person to hold the Money in the Bank and a title at the same time? I think Miz did it. 
Uh, he held the United States and I, uh, I think so. Should I could be. I could be. Did that? That's crazy. I feel like he did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Miss, I uh, could be wrong though. Hold up, let me, let me scroll. Let me scroll. Let me scroll. If he, he held the United States title and no way he did that, money in the bank and the United States title. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, he held the United States title and money in the bank at the same time. Bro, Yo, everybody be hating. Everybody be hating on the mid. Oh my god. It's gonna he, fucking happen, isn't it? It's gonna fucking I don't need that shit, dog. Man, but next match on the card. Um, and this may not be the best match, but it's for sure gonna be the most underrated. Um, Pat McAfee versus Baron Corbin. Um for those of y'all that don't know, bro, Pat McAfee can fucking wrestle his ass off. Like Pat McAfee can go. Um, y'all know I don't I don't like Baron Corbin's characters, but I think as a wrestler, like he he probably got like the deepest bag of moves that nobody talk about. <clears throat> um, so Pat McAfee should definitely win for sure, but you know that's not the only like celebrity match. So I'm not gonna talk up too much about this one. But John, what do you think about this one? Um. Yeah, I think it would be like an entertaining match. Um, Pat McAfee's gonna win. I don't think uh, Happy Corbin is, but I think it's gonna be the the entertaining match that gets the crowd hype. You know, woo, feel good match. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the next, but the the celebrity match that I want to talk about, I thought it was gonna be a singles match, but the Loki might be a tag team match. So I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but uh. Logan Paul signed with WWE. Um, now, everybody knows that as a collective earth, we all fucking hate Logan Paul. But after I saw what I saw at WrestleMania, I'm like, okay, he, he can go. He can go. I was actively rooting for Logan Paul in the midst of WrestleMania. John was there. He knows. But, you know, Miz after WrestleMania, after the match, you know, he turned on Logan. So Logan signs his contract. He said he coming for Miz at SummerSlam, which is crazy because I predicted this shit back at WrestleMania. But Tommaso Ciampa is partnering with the Miz now. Miz been beefing with AJ Styles. So I think what we're getting is the Miz and Tommaso Ciampa versus Logan Paul and AJ Styles. That shit is trippy. It's like that's trippy as hell, bro. You're not you're booing that look, bro. That shit would be heat. That would that if that actually happens, that would be heat. Um, I just want to. I don't even want to talk about the match, bro. I just want to figure out how are they gonna get the audience to cheer for Logan Paul? How is that gonna happen? Not gonna work. So. John, I'm not, like, what, do you think that the are they actually gonna treat Logan Paul as a babyface? WWE is now the WWE universe. <laughs> no, hell no, nah. nah, bro. That ain't gonna get booed mm-hmm. out the building. The man did the three amigos, and then 
did the shoulder, the shimmy, and then did the frog splash <laughs> at WrestleMania. Come on, he's a heel. He's meant to be a heel. Bro, like, I don't understand how they can try to make us like Logan Paul. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. But I think that match is going to be sweet, though. Especially, like, I need Logan Paul to, like, just pull out all of Miz's moves just to be a dickhead. That would be, that would be smooth. Speaking of dickheads, um, I completely forgot about this, but uh, Dolph Ziggler's back, and he's a face, and he works best when he's a face, and you know he 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 uh he be Austin Theory ass, so go Dolph Ziggler's yeah. automatically the number one baby face in the company, bro, because he beat up Austin he beat Austin Theory ass. Go Dolph Ziggler, you're you're you, you yeah, just go use. Um, but the last match, oh fuck, I don't. It's gonna be Roman versus Brock in the last man standing match for the undisputed title. And they advertise this as the last time ever between these two, and I swear to God, it better be. I'm sick and tired of this. Better be now with the announcement that WWE is going to TV 14. I'm not going to say I want blood, but I'm expecting blood from this shit. Yes, I want to see that. Somebody is going to bleed. And I think Roman's going to win. I think the tribal chief should remain the head of the table. Which brings me to the aftermath of this match. And if this happens, this is going to go one of two ways. I'm I will lose my shit if this first one happens. So the first one is Roman wins. He's tired. He's beat up. And you hear that eight-town-down bullshit. And Austin Theory, bitch ass, comes out with the briefcase. Don't do that shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. And he comes out, and he cashes in on Roman and wins the undisputed title. And I promise you, WWE, I will personally set fire to HQ. I will take every dollar you have, steal half of it, and the other half I will burn. I will make sure that Vince McMahon tears both his quads again so that he can't never walk again. So when he's getting fucked in the booty in prison, he can't do nothing about it. I will personally see to it that Vince McMahon and R. Kelly are cellmates and they both getting fucked at the same time. Do not put those titles on Austin Theory. That's some wild ass shit I just said. I, it, it just hit me how fucking wild that sentence is. But please do not put another t- title on Austin Theory. Please do what I want you to do and have Austin Theory come out to cash in. But Dolph Ziggler interferes and then he loses. That's that will make me the happiest man alive. I do not like Austin Theory, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot tell me that Austin Theory is not an industry plant because nobody knows where he came from. He just popped up, and now they just got him winning all this shit. No, 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 no. no. And people saying, "Oh, well, they did the same to Seth Rollins." Motherfuckers knew who Seth Rollins was from the Indies, so don't do that. Nobody know. Nobody knew who Austin Theory was. Like, no. So, 
I'm gonna go Roman, and then Dolph Ziggler ruins the cash in. But John, what about you? Uh, Austin Theory has been getting. He's in a lot of shit. He got to deal with Bobby Lashley. He got to deal with Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> he got so much shit going on. But I think Roman's gonna win the last man standing match. Yeah. I hope so, bro, because I first of all, Brock don't need to win anything. You know, people like, oh, Farmer Brock is so cool, but like the only thing he does is go after Roman. Like, give him something else to do, please. Please, like, nigga, have him fight me for crying out loud. I'll fight Brock Lesnar, damn it. Like, please. Matter of fact, no, just have them, bro, have them fight Walter. They'll kill each other. I want to see that. Brock Lesnar versus Walter would go crazy. Speaking of which, I think I could take a chop from Walter. I think I could. Do a, does, that mean, does that mean, does that mean I'm going to try? Fuck no. But I think I could. Just one chop. If if they would if WWE was willing to pay, like actually you know what they should do that they should do a get chopped by Walter and get paid thing because I mean they bought they they losing money already so they might as well just start you know giving out some money to some of the fans have them come out to a show give them ten k to take a chop no they have to remain standing if that chop takes them to the ground they don't get no money but if they remain standing after that chop. They get 10 grand. I'm telling you, it is a great idea. I would nigga. Like, that's one of these when you pay to win. Nigga, I pay to win. Bro, I will I I put that I put money on that, man. Honestly. But now we're gonna move to our final wrestling topic of the day. And John, I'm gonna ask you first because. I'm going to get pissed off when I say mine because mine is only really one, but I'm going to get pissed when I say it. But who would you say between the major companies are some of the most misused wrestlers right now? Misused wrestlers. Okay, okay. WWE. Misused. Damn near the whole roster. Yeah, but um, I would say Judgment Day, the whole Finn Balor. They should be first of all. They should be. They should not be like a mid card stable because that's at what all. they are right now. At all, they should be like challenging Roman. Okay, they should be challenging Roman. One of them should have been in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Either Finn Balor or Damian Bruce. And I understand Rhea Ripley was hurt, but if they want to use them right and have a, like an interesting angle, they should have Dominic Mysterio in it. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. They should. They should have Dominic. They've been teasing. <laughs> Nigga, what? They call Rey Mysterio a bad father, but guess what's coming up? That's what's coming up. Rey Mysterio's 20th anniversary. You're right. And it's in Madison Square Garden. You know how WWE 
that's 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 their that's their mecca. That's regard. So they have Dominic Mysterio turn on his dad and join Judgment Day at Madison Square Garden on his 20th anniversary celebration. Hey, okay. Now that you say, I'll fuck with the idea. The only thing is he's gonna have to cut that fucking mullet or whatever he got, bro. Nigga, it's 2022. Nah, nah. I mean, look at look at Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Y'all saw Eddie get the Rhea Ripley cut. <laughs> Just saw Eddie get the Rhea Ripley cut the day after Rhea Ripley joined. He said, "Let me get the Rhea Ripley." Nigga <laughs> said, "Let me get the Rhea Ripley." Um, yeah. I'm sick. I'm sick. But um, any any other wrestlers that you think are misused? Misused. Ah. Uh... I would say with, with the Romans Romans Rocks, I would say Aaliyah. Like for the past two SmackDown episodes, she just out, she just be out there. Like no wrestling, not, just out there. Like she just be out there in the ring, but no wrestling. So I would say Aaliyah, because why would y'all call her up in the draft? And don't even use her. That's just I wouldn't even be surprised if like she got released or request her own release. Wait a minute. She racist. I forgot. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, yeah. She said, yeah. She said something racist. She yeah, said? she she said the N-word. What? February 11, 2012. The tweet gone, but she said, ugh, fucking niggers. That's why I chose white folk. Yeah, yeah, that was her. I remember. I, I remember when that came out. No, fuck her. No. No, yeah. We didn't forget about you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Wait, let me make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her name. Yeah, that's her. That is her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. you, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought she was slick. Thought she was slick. Nah, she getting what she deserves. Fucking, I hope Lacey Evans whoop her ass. Racist, racist, like, bro, we really got racist on racist crime, dog. That's insane. But let me give my most misused wrestler in the world right now. Let me, let me get comfortable. Because... Some people may not agree, but I think the vast majority will. <clears throat> in all elite wrestling. Most used wrestler in the entire planet. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's absolute Ricky Starks. The FTW <laughs> champion, Ricky fucking Starks. Let me tell you how Ricky Starks is misused. I have said it several times on this show. Ricky Starks has the best music in AEW. And, and nobody can debate that shit with me. I, I don't care. Ricky Starks got the best music. The first time I heard that shit, I'm like, I've never heard Ricky Starks. I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker's going to be a star. He has a banger fucking music. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. Singles or tag team don't matter. The nigga can just go. And he is a nigga. He's a nigga. He black. 
I don't root for everybody black because some of you don't deserve rights. But Ricky does deserve rights. I said it. Again, all skin folk ain't kin folk, nigga. There are coons, okay? Look, Candace. No, no, no. Nope, because Candace Owens don't deserve shit. She so don't. But Ricky Starks has all of this going. And has he won a singles title? No. Because the FCW title, I mean, he did technically win it. But I mean, bro, like, the shit doesn't matter in AEW. Has he won a tag team title? No. Him at Hobbs? Look, I like Swerve. I like Keith Lee. They won first black tag team champions in AEW. Shout out to them. But it should have been Team Taz. They should have been the first black AEW tag team champions. They, listen, they build Ricky Starks up every fucking time. He kills it on the promos. He goes crazy in the matches. And then it comes to the big match and he just loses. Why the fuck is Ricky Starks losing the Jungle Boy? Hmm? <laughs> Name one thing that Jungle Boy does better than Ricky Starks. And I'm not hating on Jungle Boy. Like he has good music and that he's cool. But nigga. What does Jungle Boy do better than Ricky Starks? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Hell, in his first ma- in his first match in AEW, he gave Cody a run for his money. Cody, niggas think like, bro, Cody is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. He gave Cody Rose a run for his money. They had a banger of a match. Team Will Hobbs, him and Hobbs outstanding tag team but they never win the big matches ricky starks should have been tnt champion by now he should have been tnt champion ricky starks like bro ricky starks i don't think y'all understand like the first time i ever saw ricky starks wrestle he just had it like he it was there like the first time i saw it I knew right then and there he was going to be that nigga because the personality that he has when he comes out, when, I mean, dude, like the, the past, like five to six promos, like this nigga just like eyes bulging out his skull. Like he cuts some very great angry ass promos and this nigga smooth as hell in the ring. Like, I don't, did you see that match he had with Jay Lethal? No, I haven't. So, I don't okay, so I don't like them handspring or fucking springboard cutters, but like Jay Lethal went for his shit, and then Ricky countered it like he caught him in midair and then like hit him with his finisher. That shit was hard. Ricky can do all of this shit, and the only thing he has to show for all of this talent and all of this hard work that he's put in is the FTW title, a title that's not even recognized by AEW. That's all he has to show for it. Like, we need some championship defenses of that. And that's the thing. The nigga barely, they barely let him wrestle. Because he'd he be on dark primarily for God knows why. And when he's not wrestling, they got this nigga on commentary. Ricky Starks genuinely is one of those guys at AEW that could be a pillar, that could be on TV every week carrying a company. Like, dude, I need y'all to understand, bro. MJF versus Ricky Starks feud 
with Ricky Starks as a face would have been probably one of the best feuds AEW would have ever put out. Straight up. Like, Ricky Starks is genuinely, like, over as fuck. And they just... I don't think they realize just the gem they got in this man, bro. Because if I was Tony Khan, bro, I'm... Team Taz right now would have the TNT and their world titles. House would be the world champ, and Starks would, Ricky would be the TNT champion. Just being straight up. They don't realize what they have, and I swear to God, if they lose Ricky Starks, I'm going to be sick as hell. Because if Ricky Starks go to WWE, we're not going to hear that same music. No, we're not. Nigga, there's very few wrestling songs I'll go crazy to. But when that guitar on Ricky Starks shit hit, I start fucking air guitar. I don't air guitar, but that shit makes me fucking air guitar. If I don't get to hear that song because AEW doesn't realize what they have, Tony Khan, you going to hell right with Vince McMahon. Like, real talk. But, yeah, that's that's my most misused wrestler. Um, John, is there anybody from AEW that you think is misused? Um, misused, misused. I would say, damn, everybody hurting AEW. But for real, everybody's hurting AEW. Ricky starts. I mean, yeah. Oops. I think the TBS championship is more over than the AEW Women's Championship. As it should be. I, I think the TBS Women's Championship should be like the mid-card for the women. Yeah, it should, but... But it's over. It's way more over than the AEW Women. If Jay Cargill <laughs> go up against... What's her name? That's the champion, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. J two belts. Hey, hey man. Listen, mm. listen, listen. Mm, J two belts. J two belts. J. Mm. Sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me. Up. You're mm. not. Fucking, you're not fucking with stupid. What? No, 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 I fuck with. Oh, it. oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> mm. I'm just saying. Now, they should do it. Okay, Jade should be AEW's female Roman Reigns. Okay, she got she got the baddies with her. You know, she got her she got her little bloodline on. She got her special counsel. She got Stokey Hathaway. Just do it. Let Jade be Thunder Rosa. Now that's in theory that sounds like a terrible idea. Taking the title off of Thunder Rosa and putting it on Jade, but it's Jade fucking Cargill. I'm trying. I'm trying to see who in the baddie section. You know. You know. I need. To, I need to buy a ticket. Hey man. To the baddie I, section. Yeah, I introduce myself. You know, hey man. Cause that that new girl they added, bro. That is. Fun. Let me. Let me. Man, let me. Uh, Layla Gray. Layla Gray. No, I see. Mm. The baddie section. Hey man. I ain't ain't a single woman 
in the baddies. That's yeah. not a baddie. I'm just saying. Like, I know. Because they great, bro. Oh, my God. I saw, bro, because when I when I seen that she was going up against Jay when she came to Detroit, oh, oh okay, she's she nice. And she joined the group, too. I'm like, okay, we going somewhere. Let me think. Women in AEW who are Miss You. Well, damn near the whole roster. Um, mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think. WWE-wise... To single out somebody specifically, I don't know, bro. I can't just do one person from WWE. I got to think. But uh, you got anybody else that comes to mind? Hmm. WWE. Oh. I think everyone at NXT is used great. I have not watched NXT. Oh man, you should watch it. You should watch it. I don't know, bro. You should, I don't, you I don't should, know. Man. I mean, you should. You should, man. You should. It's like it's like. See, NXT. It's like that um, attitude era, right? It's like a little bit of the attitude era, and then with like PG and. Hey man, all that's I'm that's saying, look, bro, the last time I watched NXT, I seen a girl come out and fight in pajamas. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm yeah. good. I think I'm yeah. good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> look, I like Melo because you know Melo don't miss, but I, I, I don't know, man. Um, because what's the face? Um. The, the team that just broke up because then they just they just didn't they just win the titles they literally just won the titles and they yeah they broke them up <laughs> they broke them up oh bro i'm, I'm <laughs> good i'm good that's hilarious I'm good. everybody was sad yeah. <laughs> oh my god like bro, she tried to hit Shorty with the skateboard. The skateboard, the skateboard broke. broke. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm, I'm I think I'm good, bro. Um if no, I, no, I watch no, no, Melo. No, no. I watch Carmelo Hayes, but I Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they carry that show. They they carry that show. Carry the show is the exact my exact point. <laughs> I think they carry I'm, that show. Man, what's what's that black girl? Uh last legend or whatever her name is. Yo, she, last legend. Hey man. Uh, she 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 likes what I've seen. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, improving, bro. She improving. You no, know, I was I was I was rocking with old girl until I found out she was MAGA, but you know, um oh, Nikita. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, bigalow, you know. Um Yeah, yeah, bigalow. Then she she uh she uh she turned heel on niggas. She she turned heel on black people, you know. Matt, you how how you listening? To MAGA rappers, like how how you like what possessed you to hop in the studio as a Trump supporter? Like my nigga, how can you make bars about make America great again? Like I don't I don't understand how that works. Like you got to be a different breed of motherfucker to not only 
do that, like go in the booth and record that, but you gotta be a different breed of racist to even bump that shit. <laughs> like, I don't understand, bro. So, NXT, I don't know, man. I don't, uh, shit, ain't, uh, what's the effect? Mandy Rose still champion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No. Uh-uh. Nah. Nah. Nah, I'm, I'm good, man. Uh, shit, who else on that show? Shit, I don't know nobody. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. See, NXT is entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. Entertaining. Entertaining. From, from the clips that I've seen, I, 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 I have to disagree. Uh, Shorty came out in pajamas. Um, they uh, it's they, Shawn Michaels running it. It's the tag, the tag team champions. Um, falling out literally a week after winning the titles. Why they still the champions? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Shawn Michaels running it, man. You know, you know. I've, I've seen people refer to NXT as the horny wrestling show. And, it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> um, you know, that's 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 kind of perverted. Um, you know, this isn't um, you know, the attitude of Aaron ruthless aggression. Um, oh boy, what did this nigga just send me? I'm terrified. Carmelo got the hose. Carmelo got the hose. <laughs> Carmelo got the hose is yeah. a crazy sentence. Yeah. Um, look, look at the tweet. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Wait a minute. Is that a Caucasian cum cricket <laughs> next to him? Oh, hell. Oh, hell. No, 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 no. Three black women and a white woman. No, no, no. You, no. Carmelo Burks. I love it. I love it, Carmelo. <laughs> I gotta get that white girl out of there, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got, we got to put, you know, we can, we can substitute her, but. Hey, man. Carmella <laughs> doing this thing. Like, bro, it's all these black women, and then you just got this one little wrench rabbit next to everybody. I'm not, oh, no, nah. Come on, Mello. You say you don't miss, but this is a miss, my brother. What are you doing? I don't understand. I don't understand. How are you taking pictures with white women in Jigaboo July? Please, please do better. Please do better. Oh, boy. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of Hooplex. Thank you guys for listening. This is episode 48. Holy shit. We're getting too, we're getting closer to episode 50. I still don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but just stay tuned, and we will see you guys next week.